Welcome back to Draft Vice. It is I, I am Walter. This is Harry, Harry the Van Ness. I am Walter Teptich. We are at the Draft Vice. And uh, if you want, you can follow the podcast at Draft Vice on Twitter, at Draft Vice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B-R-O-J-O. Death is in the end of life. And punch, like that delicious drink. And, and you can follow me on Instagram at Harry Van Ness. Harry is in the potter. Van as a thing I was kidnapped in. And Ness as in Loch Ness Monster. There you go. So, yeah, we are back at the draft vice, and it is now like the the we're talking 2020 season already, folks. We're going really futures on this, right? You have a 2020 vision. And we can, ah, uh, looking back. No, we're looking forward, 2020 forward, folks. Yes. We're going to talk about some of these teams, two teams in particular, the Washington Redskins with their new head coach, Ron Rivera, and uh, the, the New, new York, York Jets with our unfortunately still head coach, Adam Gase. You could tell that he's a lover of Adam the Gase. Oh, yeah. So, yes, we got the the Washington Redskins and the New York Jets. Let's talk about the New York Jets first. They're going into 2020, right? They, uh, they've had, they got rid of McCagden last year. They got Douglas, Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas now, uh, you know, he's got a background of being on the Eagles and the Ravens and working in their organizations, and he's shown an affinity for offensive linemen, right? And uh, you can tell that team right now, bad offensive we line. We need them, yeah. That's, but he tried. He tried. He got in late, right? He uh, he did not have the opportunity, I think, to get to set this organization on its path just yet. So it's his first year handling the draft. He is handling the the cap, the salary cap. Unfortunately, Mike McCagden's kind of put you guys in a pickle. Gave Tremaine Johnson a lot of money, a lot of guaranteed yep. money. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna get into that right now. You guys have sixty-five million three hundred and nineteen thousand dollars in cap space, right? That doesn't. Yes. It sounds like a lot of money, right? I had six. If I had sixty-five million, man, what I could do with sixty-five million? There aren't enough hookers in the world. Yeah. There are no. There's not enough bunny ranches I could build. There's not an island I could buy. Sixty-five million. Not enough cocaine to ski to ski on. No. Uh. Not enough crystal meth to crystal methatize. Oh, you right. could get a fuck ton of meth with sixty-five million. Right. All right. So, uh, sixty-five million sounds like a lot. That's not a lot of star talent though. You can grab with sixty-five million, right? And but it's weird because it's not a very talented roster with sixty-five million, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of like con- dead cap and contracts that are still holding them up. Um. Again, like I said, Tremaine Johnson. Now you guys can cut Tremaine Johnson. He'll be a He'll be a thirteen million dollar dead cap hit. So you get, but you do get like a three million dollars of relief, or so. He might be a valuable one to cut. Depends on how the team feels about him, yeah. right? You got. He didn't really seem to play very well at the end of the year. They didn't seem very in, enamored by him. Uh, I don't. You guys might be able to get away with him, getting rid of him if you trade him. Uh, he might be one of those contracts. I didn't get to check that one out as far as if it's a tradable contract or not. Because here's the thing. When you have dead cap, right, which means that they uh, they signed you to a signing bonus uh, and it's prorated over the course of your uh, – like, basically, when you, when you sign a contract, you get what's called a signing bonus. And in salary cap terms, you can put that over the span of the contract, right? So say he signed a $12 million a year contract with also $12 million, million in signing bonus. He gets that $12 million of the signing bonus up front, but it's prorated over the contract as far as salary cap goes, right? It means that it's like, hey, you know, it's uh, say it's $12 million signing bonus over four years. That means $3 million a year is uh, is on the, the contract that's dead cap. If you cut the guy, though, it accelerates, right? 
So if you cut him tomorrow, all that goes onto the cap, right? So with Tremaine Johnson, if they cut him, they they still get about $3 million of relief. Uh, also, a lot of that, he, they might get a little bit more back if he signs with somewhere else and signs a cheap contract. He hasn't really played well for you guys. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good move. I think that's a, an in, I think it's an interesting move. They think they can get more out of him. They might keep him. They, they might trade him. A um, couple of other guys, though. You have uh, Quincy Anunua, another guy with $5 million in dead cap, but he'd give you about $2 million of savings. Yes. Thing is with Anunua, he's good when he's on the field, but he has just not been able to stay stay healthy the past few years. He's been injured, hurts yeah. his neck like every other year. I feel bad for the yeah. guy. He's like a he's like that slot he's got the slash he's tight got, end. He's got the hands of the receiver and the body of a tight end. Good blocker, yeah. a very unique specimen. I, I like him as a player. He's kind of like one of those guys that Bill Belichick would probably love to have, right? Or Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan would probably love having that kind of a dude. Um. So a guy that we talked about, a guy we were going to talk about, right? He's an offensive lineman. We talked about your team needing offensive line. We talked yes. about the Jets. They're in dire need of offensive line. But this guy has not played that well, right? Nope. He's a Brian Winters, right? He was born in the summer, but his name is Winters. I actually don't know when he was born. I don't Me have either. his birth date on the, on the paper that we're we looking at. We should look it up later. Um, but he is $7.2 million in cap space, right? Now, if you're trying to go ahead and sign a star player, trying to get a better offensive lineman, a guy who's in free agency, like a Brandon Sheriff, uh, perfect guy to cut, right? First off, Brandon Sheriff, guy that we're going to talk about, the Washington Redskins coming up on free agency. Uh, you can go ahead, you can grab him, and you'll cut winners in $7 million of cap savings. So you're basically getting a wash at $7 million. So... Talking about Brent, uh, you know, that's $7.2 million. You guys already have $65 million. So will give you up to $72 million just from cutting him. Uh, and then you got some smaller guys. There's not a lot of big contracts on your roster. A lot of it's dead cap, man. Yep. A lot of guys who, like, they, they're, just, they're, they're just taking up space. Mm -hmm. Just a bunch of chunky contracts. Guys have, uh, guys are 7 and 9, so you're picking, uh, you're picking 11 or 12. Yeah. So you guys are stuck, right? You guys are... You, you got to get an offensive lineman. Unfortunately, some offensive linemen who were expected to declare did not declare, right? right? Alex Leatherwood, Alabama, good left tackle. He went back, right? There's there's three, like, star guys that are potentially going to be in this draft at tackle. There's Jedrick Willis. There's the Tristan Wirfs. There is also the Georgia tackle, Andrew Thomas, right? Right. Big left tackle. Um, These guys are good, man. I like them. Uh uh, Jedrick Willis is a, is amazing. He's really mostly played right tackle for Alabama. So you're picking in a weird spot where they might not fall to you. So you guys got to be prepared, right? You guys have Calvin right. Beecham coming up on mm -hmm. free agent contract. You guys have Robbie Anderson going into free agency. Um, there's somebody else. Alex Lewis, another one, a guard going into free agency. He's played okay for you guys. He yeah. wasn't it wasn't amazing, wasn't bad. So, and that was a guy that Joe Douglas brought in on a trade. I could see Joe Douglas wanting to keep him, get rid of Brian Winters. So I can see that going forward. Uh, you guys need center help. You guys need tackle help. You guys basically need help. Everywhere on the offensive line, we need something. Uh, it's a weird year for centers. Uh, it depends on who. There's. Uh, I know Creed Humphrey said he's going back to Oklahoma. Uh, big name to look forward to in this draft is uh, Tyler Beattas. Yep. Yep. Washington guy. Um, 
uh, there's Ruiz, Christian Ruiz, another big name that's going to be floated around. Probably will, He's going to probably climb the ranks as it goes. Most people haven't probably heard his name yet. So a lot of good offensive linemen in this class. There's a lot of guys you'll probably get in the second round. A Makai Becton is probably going to be a little bit later than the Jets pick. They might take him. He's a he's an, a Hulk, man. He's a big one. So uh, going into free agency, there's a couple of guys potentially leaving. Said Kelvin Beecham, Robbie Anderson, Alex Lewis. Any of those guys you interested in re-signing as a fan of that team? I probably definitely Robbie Anderson, but the thing is, we also need to work, we also need to look about like resign Jamal Adams. That should be like our number one priority for the next year or two, making sure that guy is a jet for life. And I'd love to keep Robbie Anderson. He think he's the more one of the more underrated deep threats in the league. But if he is, he's got speed, man. Yeah, but if you had to choose between one of those two guys, you're gonna pick Jamal Adams. And if you could get like. If you could like get a good pick or something out of Robbie Anderson and he's not going to sign for the right play, price, I say pull the trigger and do it. Well, you, they they can't trade him. Robbie, oh yeah, that's he's right. on. He's coming that's up on free agency. Oh that's, oh, that's right. But they can't. Well, they can yeah. hit him with a tag. I don't know yeah, if they're going to really. I don't think they're yeah. interested in franchise tagging him because he wants to sign for less than the franchise tag. I think he's looking around ten to fourteen million. He, I think he's eager. He's interested in coming back, but he wants to see what the market is. So All I think right. there's a potential that they get him back. You're right. He's a good deep threat. I don't know if the the Jets can afford losing another receiver True. Yeah. and a guy who works well with your quarterback. True, because you guys don't have very many weapons. You're picking in a good spot. There are a lot of receivers in this draft. This is a good receiver draft. Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs. Um, what's uh, Penn State guy? Laviscus Chenault. There's there's so many guys who are coming out this year. It's gonna be I cannot wait to break down all the receivers this year coming into the draft. And boy, the Jets. But I think you're probably gonna be able to get a guy in the second round. If but if there's your old lineman isn't there in the first round, I think Jerry Judy could be there. Yeah. And you guys get Jerry Judy. That's you. You basically got Amari Cooper 2.0, 3.0, and Calvin Ridley. But this year, it's not. I remember last year was really deep with receivers. This year, not so much because yeah. Guys. Oh, dude, it's a deep year. It's deeper than last, and it's there's top. It's more top heavy too. Mm. It's like there's like four or five guys can go in the first round. Um, T Higgins as well, another guy. Yeah, it's a good year to be picking a receiver, man. It's a very good year. You're gonna get guys who fall down to the second round. Tyler Johnson. Well, last year, like both Mech, both my boys from Ole Miss, Metcalf and Brown, ended up going to the second round. Both those guys ended up getting look. I know Brown got that. good. Yeah. They, I, I like him. Now, I think Brown was always a top – like, people were talking about him as a top 50 guy. I don't think – there was, like, some rumblings last year about him being a first-round pick. But, but dude, dude, I liked him. I liked him coming out. I kind of felt like – a lot of times, I think it's it's become more of the style. Unless the guys you were guaranteed getting a, a day-one starter as far as receiver goes, and there's very few of them. Yeah. They, I don't think they like taking them in the first round anymore. You look, a lot of second-round receivers do a lot better. A lot yeah. of day-two receivers do a lot better. Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, been doing a lot better than the guys drafted earlier in previous years, man. So I don't know. I think you guys, you're gonna have uh, some opportunity in this draft. Uh, but again, going into free agency, you guys got to pick some right guys. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of guys coming up in free agency you guys can target. Not even guys who will be expensive either. You got a Connor McGovern, right? Of the mm-hmm. of the Denver Broncos. He's yes. played pretty well this year. There's a uh, Matt Skura of the Ravens. He, uh, you know, you've seen how well the Ravens' offensive line oh. has been. They don't always re-sign their own guys. A lot of their centers they let walk. So uh, Matt Skur is a guy to keep an eye on. Ravens guy and a guy who Joe Douglas probably knows very well. Yes. Um, there's Brendan Sheriff. I was talking about him. Star guard, 
right? You get some get some big beefy guys in the interior line. Get some hog mollies. Now he might re-sign with the team we're talking about in the second half of this, but uh, you know he's a he's a good guard, man. And he was drafted high. He's played very well. He's probably the best guy on the Washington O line when Trent Williams isn't there. So and. Uh, uh, there's also a couple of uh, cheaper guys like uh, Steven Winsanuski. I don't get why he doesn't land anywhere very often, right? He's constantly like he's that guy. He's like the the center version of Trey Boston, right? He goes into free agency. Nobody wants him. They pick him up like right around the season start. He plays backup. He plays for somebody. He ends up doing well, and then people go like, "Oh, we forgot about that guy," but he ends up playing pretty well at Garden Center. So Steven Winsanuski, a guy I think they should keep an eye on. I don't know if they'll actually pick him up. He's he's very uh, another Eagles guy though another yeah. Eagles uh he was on the Eagles as a backup for quite a while played for the Eagles a bit and I think he was on the Super Bowl team. Uh, if you're looking for a right tackle, there's Marcus Gilbert, former Pittsburgh guy. Um, again, you guys are looking for O line. I think that you guys got really two things you got to do. Your defense is playing pretty solid, right? You guys yeah. got Quinn Williams. You guys do need pass rush, but like at this point, man. Honestly, where you guys are drafting, I don't see a pass rusher that's probably going to be there. Um, you guys are probably going to be better off doing kind of what you do is get man corners, try to play a lot of man coverage and blitz a lot, kind of do what the the Baltimore Ravens are oh, doing. Yeah. It's a it's a good strategy. Like you know what it is. It, my feelings on everything, you know, the pass rush versus coverage debate is you just got to commit, right? You got to get the guys, and you got to commit to your scheme, and you got to you know you got to develop and get the the people that fit your system, right? So. You saw it with Baltimore and with the Patriots. Patriots not a star pass rusher, right? But they had a great defense this oh, year. Oh, hell yeah. Same thing with Baltimore. They uh, will find out this week. Uh, we're, uh, we're probably staring already uh, after the game, but Baltimore versus the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, that game is going to be fun. You get the Minnesota Vikings, the new man on the Minnesota Vikings, too. Yeah. Uh, playing the San Francisco 49ers. Who? who we're going to be hearing this afterwards, but who do you have in these games, these first I'm two games? I'm picking both home teams taking the two games today. Baltimore Ravens and the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens 49ers, sorry, yeah. Trying to get people to say Minnesota Vikings. Everybody's against the Minnesota. I don't want to see the Minnesota Vikings win. Oh, I was like, I'd like to see that too because, you know, I want Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl for the NFC and their biggest roadblock are the 49ers. That's so. true. So and they've beaten the Minnesota Vikings like every time they hang yep. out with them. They're just like you little bastards. You get out of our way. They 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 know how to handle. Them. They spanked them like twice already. Come mm -hmm. on. Uh what about Green Bay versus Seattle? Oh, I'm picking Green Bay. I just I'm rooting for Green. I, I'm rooting for Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay. Seattle though, could always upset. I was rooting for oh, Seattle yeah. in the last game that they were playing. I love Seattle sometimes too. No, Russell Wilson's an easy guy to root for. Yeah. I, and I find weird that like now like Aaron Rodgers is the guy everybody hates. It's like uh, you know what? He's, he's a yeah, but I love Aaron Rodgers. Like I'll admit he's probably an asshole, but he's a great player, and he's and there's no pro athlete in any sport I love watching play more than Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, you just never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. He he can always win the game. That's the best part about Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, we took this nice little playoff break in the middle of our Jets yes. discussion, but I think it, it's a good idea. And I you know now everybody's a Jets fan. We'll talk a little about the what we thought about. Uh, who we think we can make it into the next spot. Um, what's the other team? Oh, and then it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Texans. I'm picking an upset for that one. I think Texans. Think Texas. I, Texans are going to beat them. I do. Wow. Like it's after, possible. after seeing that, after seeing that that run by Deshaun Watson last week, I think he's he's got something special with them. He's going to upset the Chiefs. 
He he's willing to go ahead. He just bowled over multiple defenders in that one run, man. It was a it was a good that was a it was a good game. I like that Buffalo game. Texans game. That was a good week. Wild card weekend this year was a good weekend. It was. You had the Buffalo Bills versus the Texans. That got was an the, exciting game. You got the Patriots losing, which is always a good thing. That was a weird game. That was probably the least exciting of them all, too. Yeah. Just a lot of running by Derrick Henry. He's just getting his cardio in so he could be a thinner athlete He's next going year. For, going, going for, like, 2015 Alabama Heisman Derrick Henry form. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Minnesota Vikings upsetting the Saints. I actually picked the Vikings to win that game. Like I remember, I was watch I was watching that overtime. I'm like, Dad, watch these cousins. He's gonna just throw it up to Kyle Rudolph, and they're gonna win. Sure, Dang. shit, it's what happened. Dude, that was a weird one. Uh, that was a weird game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I was a little shocked by that. And they they handedly beat the 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 Saints. I was kind of hoping Drew Brees would make it to another Super Bowl. So, what was the other game last weekend? The other one, it was. Uh... Uh, Philly, Seattle. Do we? Oh, yeah. McCowan tearing his hamstring, but still playing the whole game. I love I love Josh McCown. He's like he's he's a good like former he, every other team yeah. in the NFL no, basically. He, no, he 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 will make a great quarterback coach one of these days. Probably next a, year if he wants. He's gonna be a head coach whenever, sooner or later. But wants. I think he's gonna wait until his kids are done with high school. Yeah, and I then could, he'll go. Ahead. I, I could definitely see that. Good, but like he was a he was a great mentor for Sam Darnold when he was a rookie, and I've heard nothing but good things about Josh McCown. Everywhere I you know I follow the Tomahawk show with uh, Joe Thomas and Andrew Tom, uh, Andrew Hawkins. They played with him. They're big fans of him. He uh, he's a good player and he's a, he's a very good guy. I can't wait to see him as a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and that was a it was a fun game to watch a little bit. You know, I was, I was shocked that Philly kept it with Seattle so well. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to the Jets, right? All right, let's do it. All right, well, we had to take a break. You know what it is when you talk about the Jets and the the Redskins. Like, you en- need a breather. Yeah, enough about is like enough of respectable NFL franchises. Let's get back to the Jets. Yeah, so uh, you know, Alex Lewis had a solid but uninspirable season. Yeah. I think they're going to probably bring him back. Uh, they need to invest multiple assets in fixing this offensive line. Yeah. Sorry. They also. They don't have any star corners. Like other no. than Tremaine Johnson, who's but just like, an albatross of a fucking he's, contract. Yeah. But they don't have any star players on that team as far as the backs go outside of Jamal Adams. I, Marcus Brian, May, no, Marcus May is a great is a Oh, that's true. Yeah, I know he's played well. Uh Brian Poole. Dude, they have to get him back in the room. That's yeah. another guy who's gonna be a free agent this year. Good corner that played well for you guys. Um former uh Falcons corner. I think that's a the guy they have to get back in. Yeah. Give him a bit of an extension. The, and like I said, we were saying before, there's a very very clear need for the Jets. It's not a hard team to figure out, right? Um, they're not high-end quality defensive backs. Not a lot of pass rush. There's just holes all over the roster. Uh, O-line is trash. The offensive weapons are meh. You know, maybe Herndon actually plays this year. Uh, Crowder played well. Crowder no, played Crow- well. He did. Uh, hopefully they. Like he was. It was a good security blanket for Sam Darnold this year. Just like when he needed, you know, complete a pass, gain a few yards. Jamison Crowder was the guy to go to. Uh, if they're looking to get pass rush, might I suggest Shaq Barrett? Yeah, maybe former uh, Tampa Bay and former Denver Bronco. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, bring him back to New York. He played oh, pretty yeah. well this year. Let's go for three more fingers, baby. That's all he needs, apparently, to go ahead and get some yeah. pass rushes. Dude, he's played – him and Shaq Barrett have been like – Tampa Bay never had a good rusher, and they have two now. Yeah. And they're both going into free agency. Just a heads up for anybody shopping for for, for pass rush. 
Uh, any thoughts on what else the, the Jets have to do going into this offseason, or should we move on? Well, I, uh, I did mention before. Uh, as head like, coach? Well, no, not the head coach. We, Jamal, making Jamal Adams a Jet for life should be our number one priority. And also, I think we, I think we should, should potentially look into getting a backup QB. I've, I've no, I've, I've, everybody who's ever followed me on Twitter or listened to this podcast before, I have issues with Sam Darnold, but I accept he's going to be our quarterback for a couple of years. He but could even we, be your left tackle. Might as well. He's built like one. Yeah, but uh, no, we we need a backup quarterback in case like something horrible, like another mono incident or whatever. Somebody who could win us a game or two. I don't think we can get mono twice. I think it's the one benefit about getting what, mono. Yeah, true. Well, I was thinking maybe like sign somebody who's who's maybe a is like who's maybe you know just maybe been overlooked but could be a good NFL solid backup like a Trayvon Boykin. He was a he was take he was an undrafted free agent for the Seahawks a few years ago. Before he was awesome at TCU, but had a few off field issues. Maybe bring him in as a backup QB in case. Well, you know it's a good thing is they could probably scout the XFL. Right. So the yeah. XFL, although has been blocking players from now who are currently signed with the XFL from interviewing with the and and signing with mm-hmm. uh, it happened with uh, what's his name the jo- uh, Josh Johnson. Oh yeah. Uh, he's been all over the league. He was on the I think he was on the Redskins last year when Alex Smith went down. Oh, he was. <laughs> but he was on. He's uh, in the XFL now, and he went to go. Uh, who was trying to sign him? There was a team that was trying to sign him, and they up. Uh, they got uh, Josh Johnson blocked, if you will. So, uh, but I, I think what it is, they didn't want to lose players at this point. Now, that's going to risk them losing players later on. People aren't going to sign with the XFL if they, they think they can't get, you know, a contract in the NFL. Also, who's his agent, right? Like, he should have known that better before yeah. getting that contract done. So, but it is a good time to start scouting some of those guys if they are able to play next year, be able to pull a couple of, you know, a potential backup. We saw it with uh, the AAF last year. Yeah, Alliance of American Football, yeah. And, well, that's how uh, the Garrett Gilbert back up on the Browns got found out. As, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys who, who circled back into the NFL because of the AAF. So let's uh, – Jets, you guys got a lot of problems. Um, but I like how uh, Greg Williams coached you got your defense. Oh, yeah. And I actually – and I thought he got a he's, – he's been a good coach. He's a good he's, defensive coordinator. He should have been the head coach, but – uh, unfortunately, well, well, he's got some bad, uh, bad juju jumungo in the uh, NFL. Thank you, Bounty Gate. Yeah, I don't think he's ever getting a, a head coaching job ever yeah, again. Too. At least not full time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I don't know where that. We're going to get to pay attention to that. Their off season, because again, that you guys have some um, glaring holes. Yeah. Team that has some interesting setup. Team with a new head coach. The Washington Redskins picking two overall. Ron Rivera is their head coach. This team is a little bit in salary cap hell. They only have like $39 million. That's not a lot to go no, into free agency not. with. Because also you want to keep about $10 million or so for the regular season. Right? Because, you know, people get injured. You got to sign a backup. Sign a street free agent. So, or you do a trade midseason. So, they uh, kind of look at this like they don't have very much room to finagle with it. What they can do, though, right? They got Trent Williams. We talked previously. Hey, you know, maybe Ron Rivera comes in, gets Trent Williams to come in. If they don't, though, first off, Trent Williams can do two things for you. One, you can trade him and get a pick. Two, Trent Williams has $12.5 million of savings if you get rid of him. That's a lot of money. Yes, it is. That is that is a boatload of money. That is a real player. That is good money. 
You could trade him and get a pick. That's that's almost like getting double, right? Yeah. Imagine you get a second rounder for Trent Williams and a player and a free agent and uh, another pick. Dude, I think they could do it. I think it if they can't get Trent Williams to come into the building and be their left tackle, trade him and get some real value. And that was what I was saying last year. Another guy who they can cut, who's uh, a lot of money. Been a disappointment ever since he came to Washington. But his former head coach is there, Mr. Oh, that, Josh Norman. That is true. That is true. Yeah, so uh, Josh Norman uh, plays very much better in zone than he does in man. But I also just don't – he's just been slow. You know, he's always slow, but he's just I, – I don't know what's going on with him. He just hasn't played well. Keep in mind, I was never a fan of their, uh, their defense coordinator up to – you know, before uh, Ron Rivera was there. But, again, they can get $12.5 million by cutting Josh Norman. Between him and Trent Williams, you were now got $25 million more in cap space, right? That's a lot of money. Another guy to pay attention to, Alex Smith, right? Alex Smith, albatross of a contract. They can't cut him. It's going to kill them if they cut him. But what they can do is they can trade him. And it'll give him a little bit of relief for the time being. He's got, he's got a lot of guarantees in his contract. But, again, another guy who maybe they can get a pick out of him. Or maybe they can work a deal with another team. Is, that, is Alex Smith going to be healthy enough to play this year? Or? I think that's the theory. Oh, that's shit. a theory, though. Depends on how Ron Rivera yeah. feels about him and Dwayne Haskins, uh, right? Uh, sorry, digress a little bit, but fun fact: the day uh, Alex Smith hurt his knee was actually like the same date that Joe Theismann had the leg injury. Yeah, I know. So they should. It is the same exact injury too, pretty yeah. much. So like they should just Redskins should just never play on that date ever again. Like another guy who uh, Redskins can cut. Another famous guy, big AJ. fantasy target in a lot of drafts yes. for several years, and. For some people's sorrow. Big PPR guy, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, $8.5 million in cap savings, right? Dude, now you've added on almost doubled your cap, right? Because Jordan Reed's not been healthy. Jordan Reed's can like concussed. He's got no hamstrings. He's got no groin. This guy's basically a robot. Which you think robots are good in the NFL, right? Like if they, you know, you could recreate everything with a robot. We could build him and make him better. Yeah, I gotta maybe clone him. The eight and a half million dollar man. There you go. <laughs> eight and a half million dollars clears up that cap. Now you got about thirty-three million dollars freed up with those three guys. That's a lot of. That's a. That's a lot. You just doubled your cap. You probably go ahead, pick up some new guys, uh, sign some free agents, uh, guys that are potential, or sign some of your own guys like this potential guy leaving, who I've mentioned before for the Jets, Brandon Scherf. Yeah. Right. Good guard, great guard, all pro guard some years ago. Uh, pro bowler. He is good, and they need to re-sign him. That will at least keep some some order on the offensive line, and I think he's interested in coming back to Washington. He's probably the only guy who likes being in Washington, to be honest. Um, Vernon Davis is leaving. Chris Thompson's going to be a free agent. Nate Orchard. Um, Nate Orchard's a nobody. Nobody gives a fuck about Nate Orchard. There's also uh, – oh, Adrian Peterson they can cut for $2.5 million. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting one. How do they feel about Darius Geis? Because that extra two point five million can mean a lot. True. The thing is, like Adrian Pearson at like thirty something years old, he's been able to have a productive season despite having like a garbage offensive line. Though so. that man is a god. He is. I don't know what happened. I don't know what deal he made. But like he, Frank Gore should talk to him. Yeah. Like he destroyed his knee and then had like a two thousand yard season the next freaking year. It's been. He's been counted out so many times. He is the best. He is a hall, future Hall of Famer. 
even though some previous guests on this podcast might think otherwise. People, some people think he's not going to be a Hall of Fame. I think that guy was just trolling. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think Sheriff, you almost have to resign. I don't think you have to resign Vernon Tavis. Another guy though, Donald Penn, right? Yeah. Signed with them late last year. Played actually kind of solid for him. Wasn't a big contract either. And Donald Penn, good left tackle. If they can't get Trent Williams back, good serviceable guy. Give them time to get a guy in the draft. Um, or free agency, again. Or trade. So, again, we're p- they're picking second. I you know I think everybody already has their pick set up. Chase Young. Unless they are getting a draft haul to trade down, they are drafting Chase Young, pass rusher out of Ohio State. Yes. Dude, beast. Beast. I... What Oklahoma is to quarterbacks, Ohio State is with pass rushers. He's better than uh, Bosa's. I think he's better than either Bosa. Yeah. I think he, yeah. he's elite, man. He is. I wouldn't be shocked if somebody offers them a pick call to get up to two just so they could take him because there are very few pass rushers with his quality. I think he yeah. is a he is a great prospect. He's probably top three of the last ten years. Yeah. If not top two, like he is, he is a legit beast. And he's good. He they call him the predator because of the dreads. He's good, man. I can't wait to get into him and the top ten. That you know, we'll get into some stuff this year with his. Uh, he's the best pass rusher in this draft. He might have been the best pass rusher in last year's draft. It was him and Bosa. It probably would have been close anyway. I, I he's I think he's better. I think he's more athletic than Bosa. I think the Bosa brothers though have a lot more technique to their game. But yeah, I Chase Young. I think he locked that in. They uh they do need to get some weapons though, right? Like they yeah. have some needs. This is a team uh you know, they had they got actually amazingly, they had a good O-line coach the, who ended up being the head coach, Bryce Callahan, right? Yeah. Uh I like what they did with uh Eric Flowers. They made him perform very well. He actually performed serviceable as a left guard. He was actually one of the best guys playing last year for them. Uh, another great pick by the New York Giants. I tell you, I tell you. Uh, I also didn't hate Haskins and how he played last year, right? So you kind of have to. It was was really hard for him to do well, considering he had one receiver. Yeah, no, no offensive line. Who? uh, Oh yeah, he had uh, Jay Gruen, who's not the best head coach. And didn't want him. Yeah, and then you know he got cut, and then he was stuck with the intern for most of his year. So he he did played well, all things considered. And his last two or three games, you saw him come on. And this is yeah. what like people wanted to anoint who was the better, the best quarterback in last year's draft, like outside of Kyler Murray. And to be honest, like he played well at the end of the year. And it was, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Dwayne Haskins could do. I love Terry McLaurin. I've been a Terry McLaurin stand since the draft last year. I was sad to see him go to the Washington Redskins because I don't care much for this organization. And uh, I wanted to see him go to a place where he can be the successful guy. And I guess he is the most successful guy on that offense. They draft a lot of good guys. Right? They have Darius Geis. Hopefully he comes back and finally gets to be healthy, go into a year healthy. He He's a good bowler. Like, yeah. I think he's he's a, one of my favorite running backs. I follow him on Twitter. He plays a lot of Fortnite. Go ahead, play Fortnite with him. Uh, he, he's a good downhill runner, can catch the ball as well, very well. Um Again, I think a lot of those moves clear up your uh, clear. Uh, they have Landon Collins at safety. They need free safety, right? They uh, yeah. they didn't get to keep Ha Ha Clinton Dix. They need somebody to match up with Landon Collins. Landon Collins, a lot like uh, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams plays a lot uh, a little bit more everywhere, 
and is better in coverage, but a lot more strong safety guy yeah. than free safety. They need a free safety to match up with him. Uh, there's going to be uh, a couple guys like that in this draft. Xavier McKinney might fall that second round spot, or they could trade up and grab. Oh no, wait, they don't have a second round pick this year because they traded it to get uh, Montez Sweat last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they traded up with uh, I think it was the Colts. Not the Colts. Not not those guys wear robes. The the Colts. The the the, the, the horses. Ones that killed Andrew Luck's career. Exactly, because they didn't have an O-line. That's a team that is going to be an exciting one to talk about yeah. coming into this offseason. Um, I like the Ron Rivera hiring. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I, they have That D-line is legit. Yeah. They're, that's going to be a team that they're going to play a lot of zone coverage. Um, like we were saying, they have Jack Del Rio, a guy who knows how to you know kind of do a lot yeah, of multiple fronts. Have a, as you said before, they have Montez Sweat, and they also have Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, uh, Matt Ioannidis. They have uh, um, who's the other pass rusher they have? Um, outside, it was outside linebacker, not Ryan Anderson. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan. Just uh, it, it's a legit team as far as the defensive line goes and pass rushers go. Uh, that doesn't mean they can they can skip out on Chase Young. You got to get Chase Young. That is a generational talent. That is a blue chip player. You got to take him. So. Uh, I think it's it's going to be a team that will bounce back a little bit. Will have some success under Ron Rivera, even if Dwayne Haskins doesn't take a big leap next year. As long if they get Trent Williams back in the building or trade him and get a pick, uh, if they spend wisely, maybe get another uh, free agent receiver. Right, give some uh, Dwayne Haskins somebody to throw to, draft a receiver because he does need somebody else to go with Terry McLaurin. He's losing, you know, he's not probably not going to have Jordan Reed. He's probably going to retire or be cut. Yeah. Vernon Davis is going into free agency. Chris Thompson's going into free agency. Yeah. They have to resign Chris Thompson or let him go, do whatever with him. Yeah, they're going into free agency. A lot of weapons issues, a lot of offensive issues. Defense, man, that's an exciting defense, I think, going forward. So, uh, any thoughts left on the, the Washington Redskins? I really, really covered all the bases for me. Well, they have a couple of guys that are potential. They have Colt McCoy still on the roster, and Case Keenum's going into free agency. Oh, Case Keenum, that would be he'd be a good like backup for somebody who, like I said, as I mentioned, the Jets need a backup. Just just someone who could play somewhat serviceable in case something happens with Sam Darnold. Yeah, uh, he he's a guy who who is a team that needs that Case Keenum vibe. Trying to think. There's a. I mean, I honestly, it would have been the Redskins. I was. I was. I was, I was gonna say the Minnesota Vikings, but they won last week, so that joke wouldn't have worked. <laughs> right. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, the, the team that he helped them beat too. Uh. Oh yeah. The Saints. The well, Patriots. Oh. If he goes to the Pats, he's going to win a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Dude, that would be amazing. Would Case be. Keenum to go from where he went to to all of a sudden. Imagine he's like. The, the QB for the Patriots actually, on like a $10 actually, million dollar deal. Actually, now that you mentioned one or where else I think you can see him fit, maybe send him to a Cincinnati to like, you know, start the first couple of games if they get rid of Andy Dalton. I like and that. As I can just, you know, give Joe Burrow some time to sit on the bench. And like, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I'm a big fan of like young quarterbacks just sitting on the bench for a year. Just You're not going to get the full year, but I do like it when you give them time, right? Yeah. You saw it. I think that helped with Baker Mayfield. Patrick I, Mahomes. Even well, when Sam Darnold got injured and they put McCowan in, when um, Josh Allen got injured and they put Peterman in, yeah. those guys, when they came back, 
understanding the the run up, the prep, the how you get into an NFL game and how you get ready going into an NFL week. Seeing that, you know, Baker had Tyrod, Mahomes had Alex Smith. None of the, you know, Case Keenum's not going to be so good that he's going to go ahead and bridge long enough for a whole year. He's just no. not because you're going to be in a point where you have to play your the guy Love you draft, that, especially yeah. you, Burrow. You draft number one overall. You got to play him eventually. Yeah. But I think it's a, it might give them a, a chance for a run-up, like a, a running head start, right? Like, they might not think they are ready for next year. So you get Case Keenum in the building, and you get Joe Burrow, and you trade Andy Dalton, who's going to be way bigger of a contract, $18 million. Oh, actually, cheapest contract on the team. I could see them trading him, and somebody's going to want to pick for him. Yeah. $17 million, one of the cheapest contracts for a, a quarterback. Somebody, who do you think is going to trade for him? New England. New England? I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking Brady's going to be. The Bears. That's actually may not be – actually, yeah, that's be a good destination for him because, he's, I mean, he's an upgrade from uh, Trubisky. Also, another team that might want to uh, – Case, Case Keenum might want to look at too. Well, true, true. Because uh, that, that's a team that screams like the, the the Titans this year, right, where they went ahead and they got Tannehill and they also had Mariota. Mariota sucks, so they put Tannehill and end up, end up taking him to the playoffs and beating New England in the first round. I think, I think this is one of those situations where we're going to see – uh, a team that's going to take somebody in as a backup, a high-end backup, guy who's going to make an assessment, right? His agent's going to say, listen, you got a shot here. You can either go to the big team, right, be a backup, kind of like what Teddy Bridgewater does right now, Yeah. or you can go to a team, kind of a crappy situation, right, kind of like what Tannehill did. Which one do you want to do? And either you want to go to the team where you have the chance of being the future starter, like the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Maybe if Brady's even back, he goes ahead and, you know, goes be a backup on the Patriots. Like, that might be a great thing. Even yeah. if Brady's back next year, imagine if Case Keenum goes and learns that system. Oh, my God. Because we've seen him be a good starter. That's perfect system for him, too, by the way. Yeah. He learns how to do that system. We were talking about Case Keenum, Super Bowl MVP, I think. The new GOAT. There we go. Case Keenum, Patriots, hero. 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 King. All right. So uh, what's another thing? Uh, oh, any guys that you were very hyped for coming into the draft this year? Coming into the draft, I I did. I'm going to go with the guy I mentioned before, uh, Jalen Hurts. He's probably – he's like if – as like I could see him like – What team do you see him going to? Because we talked quarterbacks last it's time. Not, it's not going to be a – you know, he's, he's going to be like late first round. I could see somebody – The Sants. Saints, Saints. Actually, that might be a good pick for him. Who, Patriots. Uh, Everybody's gonna click the Patriots when it nah, comes to I'm quarterback. No, nah, I'm not the Patriots. I don't hey, know. Maybe, I, maybe, I could see Belichick being like, I want an athletic QB, something I've never had before. True, true. Maybe Chicago. Maybe they may cut their losses with uh, Mitch Trubisky and then take. I don't buy it. All that right. team is not that smart. Okay, that is true. Good point. That team is not that smart. Good point. They locked into the, what they got, and that's kind of maybe. the sad thing. Maybe, maybe if Dak Prescott decides not to come back to Dallas, maybe I could see him going to Dallas. That's possible. True. Because, I mean, like, they just signed Zeke. And, you know, it's, so you, you don't know what's going through Dak's head. Maybe it's like, and they didn't. Case Keenum to Dallas would be an interesting one, too. Yeah. I guess. Maybe Case Keenum and Jalen Hurts to Dallas. Or possible. Carolina Panthers. Okay. Case, oh, Jalen Hurts, that's. That makes perfect sense, honestly. Carolina Panthers draft first round, draft like best guy available, and then they spend like the second round pick. Or I think that's a team that might do. I can't wait to go into the Panthers on this stuff, man. You guys, this is gonna be a fun yes. off season. A lot of yes. interesting teams. We're finally gonna have some of the head coaching hires down and Pat. 
2020, man. It is. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun year. year. All right. So you can follow the podcast at DraftVice. You can follow uh, it on Instagram at DraftVice underscore football. On Twitter, everything else at DraftVice. Uh, you can follow Harry at Harry Van Ness, H-A-R-R-Y. Why? I have no clue. Van as in the car, Ness, N-E-S-S, like that guy who you played on uh, Super Smash Brothers who had another video game that nobody remembers. Yep. I love that game. Earthbound. Yes. Oh, I played yes. that too. I have that on my Super Nintendo. I just never play it. So, like, Dude, it was like Pokemon, but different. It was like it was scary same Pokemon, fighting. Right? Yeah, it was like it was the same. Like, I remember that game, I, but I remember playing it, and then I remember playing Super Smash Brothers. And I had no clue that that Ness was the guy from, from like Earthbound. Earthbound. Like I, people were telling me that I'm like, oh, I played that game when I was a kid. Um, I was a kid when Super Smash Brothers came out too. But, yeah. uh, dude, and you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B R O J O. Death is in the end of life. Punch. What Ray Rice does to women. It's true. It's true. Just to his wife though. True. When they were dating. Now Greg Hardy, on the other hand, he likes to punch everybody. Yep. That's why he's in the UFC now. I love how the UFC just gave him a contract for being a woman beater. That's not like that's not good motivation. That is does not set a good example. Well, it's Dana White. He doesn't care about examples. He cares about ratings. True. He barely even cares about that anymore because ESPN Plus. Yeah, they're a big deal. Uh, yeah. I when I woke up this morning, I feel pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to 